I'm your host, Mackenzie. And I'm your host, Taylor. And this episode, we thought it would be a great idea to talk about Taylor's trip to Australia since earlier this week, we talked about my trip to Hawaii. Yes, I am so excited to break down this trip to you guys. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity to get to go literally on the other side of the world. Yeah. So Taylor, why did you go on this trip? What was... How did this even happen? Who goes to Australia? What the heck? Yeah. So long story short, I'm not going to go into details. I went with my boyfriend and his mom. And this was my mom's idea because they were going already. And my mom, when I had only been dating my boyfriend for four months, my mom's crazy, (laughs) calls him and is like, I want to send Taylor to Australia with you guys. Like, let's surprise her and make it happen. But we had only been dating for four months and we're talking about me traveling to the other side of the world with this boy, his mother for more than two weeks. Like that's insanity. But she just knew, like, I just have the best mom. Like she just knew that I would never get the opportunity to go to Australia again like this. Mm -hmm. So she was just like, whatever you're going. And I had no idea. So when did you find out? This is actually a really funny story. I'm sorry, guys. But Hunter and I got into, like, a little argument. I don't even know if he knows this, and he's listening right now going, (laughs) what? We got into an argument about something dumb. Like, we don't, like, actually fight, but, like, we probably got – and I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I was just, like, stressed out, and I was, like, vocal ranting at my kitchen island, and my mom and dad kind of just, like, looked at each other like, oh, no, because they're thinking, like – my dad just like was like jumping to conclusions. So he was scared I was going to break up with Hunter, which I would never do that. Love you. Um, he was nervous. So he was like, oh, my gosh, we've just like paid for this girl to go to Australia with him. Like we have to tell her like, no. And so my mom and dad like just kept looking at each other. Like, they went to the other room and my mom came in and was like, we need to tell you like this was supposed to be a surprise. But we just like have to tell you like you're going to Australia with Hunter and his mom. I think that we were fighting about him going to Australia. I think, like, there was, like, issues, like, time. I don't know. Like, it was, like, weird. Oh, yes. I was nervous because – so he knew I w- he was going, and he knew I was going with him. So he was telling me his plans, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do these, like, safaris by myself. I'm going to, like, go, like, hiking in, like, the desert. And I was like, that's not safe, Hunter. Like, you can't be by yourself. Little did I know I was going to be with him. So, like, all of this had to, like, come out. So I found out a little early. That's hilarious. But – it was literally the best thing ever. I literally imagine. <laughs> My parents were like, no, 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 you can't get mad at him for this because you're going to be there. That's probably your funniest fight ever. Isn't that hilarious? That's, and he, that's hilarious. He's just arguing with me trying to keep this secret and I'm just like pushing. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I haven't thought about that in a long time. So anyways, tell us about some highlights from your trip. So the trip was great. Once you get past the 24 hours of travel from South Florida all the way to Sydney, Australia, Oof. literally adds to 24 hours at the end. Um, once you get past that, you are ready, set to jet. You know what I mean? Like you're like there and you're thriving, but it's a long travel. Like it's not, it's definitely not for the weak hearted. We left on July 22nd and we didn't get to Australia until July 24th because of the time change. Isn't that super weird to think about? Like it technically took two days. But 
right when we got there, we did one of the best things that we did on the entire trip. We went to Pylons Lookout, which there are these huge pylons that hold up the Sydney Bridge. And my mom (laughs) didn't let us climb the side of the Sydney Bridge. So that wasn't an option. So this was a really good compromise. So for all the people who are either too scared to climb the bridge or their lovely mom, love you mom, won't let you climb the bridge, this is a great alternative. There are these huge pylons that like hold up the bridge on each side and you can go to the top of it and you just see the Sydney Opera House and you look over the entire Sydney Harbor. It is beautiful. So that was like such a good refreshing thing to do right when you got off the plane. Like literally we Mm -hmm. walked off the plane and basically went there. And that was really good for my sweet engineering boy who loves bridges. All bridge nerds would also love it there. (laughs) All bridge nerds. I think the city of Sydney, which I wasn't expecting, was it's really comparable to New York. Like it's massive, like massive, massive, massive everywhere to go, obviously on a complete grid system. And it's like beautifully built. Like it's just insane. And it's right on the water. You will not find an ugly place in Sydney. And there's this like pathway, like right along the water up into the opera house that we would basically walk every day we were in Sydney just because it was so pretty. So were you staying right like downtown near the Opry House? Yeah, we were pretty close. I'm pretty sure we did Airbnbs the entire time. But the Airbnb we were at in Sydney was we walked everywhere. Like we didn't really Uber that much. That's nice. Yes, we got our steps in. (laughs) Um, But I think it was maybe like a 20 minute walk from our Airbnb Airbnb down to the water. So it was really doable. Mm -hmm. And of course, right when we got off the plane after the pylon, we had our photo shoot in front of the Sydney opera house because when in Sydney, that's what you have to do. Of course. Of course. And then the next day we actually got to tour the opera house, which was so pretty going inside. Once again, the architecture, like I cannot stress this enough. It is insanity but then that night this was like an action-packed day we went to Bondi Beach and we went to the iceberg pool which I cannot recommend enough this iceberg pool meanwhile I also just need to preface this in case you don't know we were there in July which is summer in the U.S. but in Australia it's their winter So we were in like jean scarves. I had a huge leather jacket on. Like we were bundled. And we wanted to swim in the iceberg pool. And of course. Yes. And they have like uh, temperature readings when you get there to like sign in and check in because it's like a swimming league. The water was maybe 53 degrees. It's freezing. I would have thought like it's freezing outside. Make it like a hot tub. Mm hmm. Yeah, but the problem is, is that the, it's called the iceberg pool because the ocean, the waves are so bad that they crash into the water and the ocean's freezing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So silly us, we're like, not silly us, we were thriving, but we changed into our bathing suits and we got into this freezing pool. Literally, we turned like red. There's a video I have on my phone of us like holding out our bodies and just like shivering like taking, it was warmer to be out of the water than in it. Okay. And this is actually a funny story. There was 
people from all around the world there. And we met the sweetest girls from London. And they were, like, all about getting us our cute couple pics. So they went out onto, like, the edge of this pool. And it's, like, the border between the ocean and the pool to, like, take our picture. But huge waves come into the pool. And she has my phone. And we're standing there, like, all post, all cue. And all of a sudden, the lifeguard at the top screams, there's a wave. And before I knew, like, I was able to turn my body. And this wave hit us so hard, we almost fell into the pool. And this girl has my phone. But she was not going to let my phone go in the water. (laughs) She, like, sacrificed herself to save my phone and I am forever indebted to this girl seriously that's hilarious I know so I've never heard that story before uh-huh. that. it was so scary and after that we're like okay we're done we're done see ya we got our picture we're, we're like good. okay get us out of the water the next day Sydney was a little jam-packed we went to the Taronga Zoo and we <laughs> When we decided to go to the Tronga Zoo, we were sold on this ropes course. And basically, the ropes course lets you do this, like, obstacle course above the animal exhibit, okay? And that sounds really good when you're sitting at home in Florida on your laptop, right? We get to this ropes course. (laughs) I'm, like, all excited. I'm in my, like, cute all-black outfit, like, ready to go. And we do it. And there's, like, two different levels. We finish the first level in flying colors, It's not super high off the ground. The obstacles are kind of doable. And I think I'm thriving. Like, I'm like, okay. I'm good. I'm like, I'm so athletic. Like, I'm so good at this. But it's still, like, challenging. Like, we were both, like, super out of breath after the first level. But I was looking at the second level, and I was like, there's literally no way that I go up there. Just because, A, it's just really tall. B, the obstacles are really hard. And C, you go over, like, the tiger exhibit. I was like, that's just not going to happen. Sorry. No. But of course, Hunter's like, you know, we're like in Australia. Like, I guess we don't have to do it. Like, talk about peer pressure. Talk about peer pressure. And so we did it. And the guy was like, okay, because you get like two rounds with your pass. He was like, okay, bottom or top. And I just go, top. Like, so confident. And, you know, we got no water in between. We were exhausted from the first one. And we just go straight up to the top one. And once they click you in, you can't be unclicked. Like, that's, like, the safety part of it is, like, once you click through Mm -hmm. one, you can't roll back. So, like, once he pulled me through, like, I had to finish the course. You didn't have another choice. No. And so we start going, and it's literally the first obstacle. And it's funny because his mom literally was following us around taking pictures. And I can see the videos on my phone and the just PTSD. There got to a point where we had to stop. I mean, we did the first one in, like, 20 minutes. No problem. So mm-hmm. the guys were like, okay, like they're, we were like with a group of older people. Like they, we were not the ones that they needed to worry about. Like we were done much sooner than the rest of our group. Like we were thriving. This one took us probably double the amount of time because I had a literal mental breakdown at one point, like crying, literally crying. So, so much so that Hunter's mom sent a security <laughs> guard to come find us to make sure I wasn't like dead. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh I just like could not like mentally it was it was just not good for me I'll just say that but you know I did it I did it I'm proud of you I finished we got the coolest picture up at the top with like their like sky cam and you can like see the opera house from across the water us up in these trees I'll put it in the carousel on the Instagram page so if you want to go see it oh, you can also find it on Taylor's Instagram I'm on there right now oh yeah <laughs> And it's amazing 
but little do you know, like, I, there's tears rolling down my face in the picture. Like, I'm like, smile, we're getting off this thing. Because right after that's like a zip line down. And I was like, okay, see ya, bye. I'm good. But you know what? I'm done. I conquered. And we did it. You got the photo. Got the photo. You got the proof. No one needed. The proof. No one knew that I was crying in that picture until right now. So there's no. the inside scoop. <laughs> But other than that, the zoo itself was amazing. It was so much fun to see all, like, Australian wildlife is next level, people. That's, like, a reason to go to Australia in and of itself. The animals, like, I'm a big animal girl. Like, I just love animals. And they were amazing. I'm serious. It was so great. I saw my first koala there. Wanted to cry. It was a good time. You have a super cute picture of a koala on it. On your feed. Oh, with no, me and a koala? Oh, yeah, that no, one. Just the koala. Just the koala. Yeah. You know, the comment on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just casual things. If you guys want to know what we're talking about, you can just scroll down on my Instagram. Anyways, yeah. we don't need to talk more about that. Oh, this was like a huge upset. Okay. Because they have this place and it's called the Sydney Tower Eye. And there, you're able to like be hooked up to like bungee cords and like walk out onto the edge of it. Like think of like the Seattle Eye. Is that what it's called? I think the so. The needle. Hunter and I were like thrilled. Like we were beyond excited. I begged my mom. I convinced her. Like by some grace of God, we were like right. a go, and it was closed. I know. That's so, so frustrating. Hopefully, it's open now, and if when you guys get to go do it because it's amazing but that was really sad but we one fun thing is we posted that we were in sydney and our high school has a lot of exchange students and one of hunter and i's friends was uh-huh. there in sydney and we got to like meet up with him that's crazy Isn't that amazing that. it was that like is. so fun for us but yeah oh and then this is super fun we got to go to Hillsong while we were in Sydney. Not for, we weren't there on a Sunday, but we went on like a Friday to just like go see the church. And it was right, amazing getting to like see everything. We ended up going to mm-hmm. a Sunday service once we were in Brisbane, but it wasn't like the main campus. It was one of their satellite campuses, right. but still it was so much fun. That's so amazing. I feel like that'd be one of my top things to do uh-huh. in Australia. Definitely. And so Sydney in general, we were only there for about like three or four days, but it was like super fun. You could jam a lot into those days. But by far, my favorite part of the trip was going to Brisbane. Brisbane is so underrated. Like Hunter and I both said we could totally live in Brisbane. It's amazing. We got like the most beautiful Airbnb with the coolest like rooftop pool. We love Brisbane and this just the city in general is just stunning like I don't even know what else to say it's just stunning and Mm -hmm. we got to go into a bunch of farmers markets and new farm park and kind of explore right when we got there and we went to this place called Eat Street North Shore and oh my gosh is it heaven it's like a big local place um, we got mm-hmm. to meet up with some of his mom's friends over there and she took us there with her kids and it was amazing. Like they have like That's movies awesome. playing and it's like twinkly lights. There's like all these photo opportunities, every dessert, every type of food you can think of. We made a custom oh. candle. Like it was just like amazing. Uh huh. You definitely have to go when you're in Brisbane. 
So then the day after we went to a Hillsong service and that was just, I can't even explain to you. If you're in Australia, you have to go to a Hillsong service. I mean, if you're in London, if you're anywhere where it's available, you have to go. Just their church is so amazing. And I go to a church down here that's a daughter church of Hillsong where I'm from in the States. And I can just, I cannot recommend going to Hillsong enough. It's amazing. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, it's the best. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you people. And then we got to like go on the city hopper, which is like <laughs> a boat that goes through the city's water. And just like, it's like a water taxi Ooh. basically. And you can just get on and get off mm-hmm. and go into like the new botanic gardens. We got to just like tour Brisbane all together. And then we also went into this place. It's called Springbrook National Park. And we went on this like private Jeep tour with this guy and he like packed us a lunch and like took us up through like this whole area. And we got to see a bunch of waterfalls and lookouts. And like that was just a super fun day. That's so cute. But by far, people, the best part of Australia. You guys, listen, you didn't go to Australia if you don't do this. I'm sorry. I feel really passionate about it. But the Australia Zoo. Where are my Steve Irwin fans out there? Because, crikey, this place is going to literally make you want to move to Australia, drop out of college, and become a crocodile hunter. Okay? I'm serious. I was fangirling the entire time. Like, we probably took, like, a thousand photos there. We got to go to the Crocuseum, which is where they have their shows. We got to see Bindi's Mirrorball Trophy. I got to hand feed kangaroos. Okay. Hand feed them. We just had like kangaroo food and they just like came and hung out with you. There was baby kangaroos and it's like super safe. Like it's just like a kangaroo petting zoo. And then you walk into this next section and it was a different type of kangaroo. And we got to like lay down on the ground with them, like spoon them. Like my kangaroo was snoring in my arms. And this is like a Aww. full-blown kangaroo. Like, this is not a baby. Right. This is like a man or a woman. Like I don't know. Man. I didn't check. But, like, this is a huge kangaroo. <laughs> and we were just laying in the grass together, and I'm just petting him. I probably laid there for 10 minutes. That's beautiful. It was I would, too. Majestic. Take a little nap. Majestic. Under a tree in the shade. You know, just loving each other. Oh, it was by far one of the coolest things <laughs> I've ever done in my life. I'm serious. That's, like, my fun fact for everything. But we got to take pictures with more koalas. What else did we do? There was just, it was such an action-packed day. I don't even know what to tell you. All of just the Steve Irwin memorabilia. I was hunting for Robert Mm -hmm. Irwin. I follow him on Instagram. I love the Irwins. I don't know what to tell you guys. I just love the Irwins. I sound like a fangirl, and that's because I am. You have to go. And there's, like, a bus service that takes you from Brisbane to the zoo. And it was, like, the perfect amount of time to be there. Picked you up, dropped you off. I'm looking up, like, the Australian Zoo right now. It's just, like, the little, mm-hmm. like, geotag on Instagram. And I'm just seeing all the pictures from, like, Bindi's wedding. Oh, my gosh. Bindi's wedding. And Guys. she's, like, holding a koala. I know. In, like, her wedding. Like, that's so cool. Oh, my gosh. You guys have to watch. This is such a side note. You guys have to watch Bindi's wedding. Me and my mom. It was a good thing for quarantine. They put it on TV. And me and my mom sat on my couch and cried watching Bindi get married. Her husband is Love from her. Florida. She was giving tours the day he was there. They locked eyes and fell in love. That 
That I did know. Are you kidding? She gave him a tour. And he was like in love with his dad. Like there's pictures of him when he was four years old in a crocodile hunter costume. Oh, oh, talk about beautiful. And then Robert was sobbing on her wedding. Like it was the most beautiful thing ever. Guys, shameless plug for Crikey, it's the Irwins. I've spent too much time on this, but go watch it. (laughs) Go watch it. (laughs) Okay. Back on track. One of the best parts about Brisbane is that they have a man-made beach in the middle of the city. Literally next to skyscrapers. They have a man-made lagoon beach with like umbrellas and chairs. And people will just go sunbathe on the beach in between, like on their lunch break. Wow, that's a dream. It's beautiful. Like, the water is, like, crystal blue. It is so nice. Like, Hunter and I literally just, like, couldn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. Brisbane. Could you imagine if, like, in the middle of, like, New York City or really any city, there was just, like, a lagoon? And it was big. That's crazy. I was shocked. Who thought? I was seriously That's shocked. That's a genius idea. I know. And there was all these farmer's markets everywhere, so we got to, like, just dip in and go to a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. It was seriously the best and we got a lot of our tips from once again these exchange students are literally like the best ever the sweet exchange student named amy is from brisbane so when i found out i was going to australia i obviously texted her and she gave me you know all the hot spots so yeah shout out amy you're the best okay and then on one of our last days i promise i'm wrapping it up i'm basically just giving you my whole itinerary and then we'll do a <laughs> quick recap we went to mount kutha And this is, like, the most beautiful botanic garden ever. It looks over the whole city, and it is stunning. And then, I'm wrapping it up quickly. On the last day, we went to the Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary. Uh, Guys, I got to hold a koala. And it was magic. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what to tell you. And it's so funny because they have so many koalas and they're just, they all have really funny personalities. And they, I have a video and they're just like so sassy. Like the handlers are trying to like get them down out of the trees because koalas are only awake for like an hour a day. So we have to, like, they have to like work around their sleep schedule <laughs> and they're very picky. And so like they only get held for photos for maybe 10 minutes, like Mm-hmm. it's they are they take such good care of the koalas but a big part of like all the proceeds of them taking the pictures goes to koala research and goes to the sanctuary because it's free to get in mm. so it goes to keeping oh, wow. the sanctuary open so right. i know a lot of people have opinions about holding exotic animals but koalas like mm-hmm. literally like they literally hold on to trees like it's very natural for them to like they literally tell hold you stands like a tree like the koalas, just... I don't want to say they don't know the difference, but when I was talking to the handler, they're like, this is like a very comfortable thing for them. Mm-hmm. It's not like out of the ordinary. No, it doesn't make them, something. it doesn't make them uncomfortable at all. And they get extra eucalyptus while they do it. So they're very happy. And that was just super fun to just like see all the koalas be like really sassy and fun. So that's my trip to Australia. Of course, there's like more details that I don't want to bore you with, but I loved going to Australia. Okay. One overall question just to tie it all up. Koalas or kangaroos? Oh, that's tough. That's a tough question. I feel like I'm going to offend people. One of them. Yeah, one of their feelings. I'm definitely going to go with kangaroos just because cuddling that kangaroo, it was like a new level for me. 
but koalas, I still love you. And what would be some of your tips for anyone who's planning a trip to Australia, where to go, what to do specifically? Give us three good tips. So in general, we planned this trip down to a T. Like I'm able to like do this episode because I have an entire color-coded breakdown of the entire trip, how much things cost in Australia versus U.S. currency, Everything is just insane. We did a ton of research. So I would definitely recommend, especially when you're traveling that far and you really want to maximize your time, do some serious research beforehand because I cannot tell you how much money we saved. Um, So that's definitely one of my biggest tips. There's also a bunch of things that you can do for no admission costs. Australia is really great about that. So definitely be looking into that. Another thing that we got that was super helpful is that they have Opal cards. And that's a big thing when you're in Sydney is they have ferries. The ferries take you to a lot of places that are right along the Sydney Harbor. So we had to get on a ferry to get to Taronga Zoo, to get to Manly Beach, to do a bunch of different things. And the Opal card, you can like punch it and like pre-upload money to it. And that made it super easy to like hop on ferries and hop off. So that's definitely a great resource when you're over in Australia. Mm-hmm. So you guys didn't rent a car at all while you were there? No. And you'd recommend doing that too? Big tip with not renting a car, at least for us, is we didn't feel comfortable driving. A, because this just also, it didn't work conveniently with us because a lot of times Hunter's mom couldn't be with us because she was working over in Australia. And Hunter and I at the time were 18. So renting a car wasn't an option but Mm -hmm. also they drive on the left side of the road which to me that's so stressful the idea of driving on a different side of the road so uber was our best friend um but in sydney everything was super close so the ubers were really cheap and with brisbane we were just really smart about booking tours that like transportation was included Mm -hmm. so that cut down on a lot of like i guess the more travel that's my trip to australia guys it's the best 10 out of 10 recommend there was a bunch of places i didn't get to go obviously two cities doesn't cover an entire literal continent and country um we didn't get to do great barrier reef that's on the other side of australia that we didn't get to go to but Mm. i'm sure it's as amazing as ever um but yeah we love australia Australia. (laughs) good day mate and cut. And cut. And scene. I'm trying to think. Should I try and do an Australian accent? Oh, oh, I got it. I can say one word. Rise of lights. What did I say? I don't know. I'm going to razor blades. Rise of lights. Oh. That's good. That's your one word. You know. Because you can just say rise up lights. Right. Rise of lights. Wow, she's an Australian. I'm an Australian. Honestly, my accent got pretty good towards the end of the trip. At least I think so. So we are now moving on to the segment of our podcast where we answer one of y'all's questions, piece of advice that you've been given, anything you really want to hear from us. So today we are answering a question that says, I am a college, I am a high school senior, going to be a freshman in college. What is your piece of advice? So, Taylor, would you like to start? Yeah, I think just in general, and we're going to definitely 
go into what it's like to be a college freshman and giving tips and tricks, all things college related, things about sorority recruitment, things about Mm -hmm. your dorm, things about making friends, things about moving away from home. We're going to do all of that once we get closer to school starting. But to answer briefly now, I think just don't take yourself too seriously as a college freshman. Like, do take the advice that tons of people give you that, like, these four years can be the best four years of your life. Like, seriously, like, live it up. And I totally agree. I have tons of regrets from my freshman year just because I really took myself too seriously. And I was super regimented and I was super strict on myself, which is good. And sometimes you need to do that. But I definitely could have relax a little bit more and just had more of like the freshman experience of like seriously enjoying but also like don't stress if things aren't like a picture perfect mm-hmm. situation because I know like my first semester freshman year I wanted to transfer and I never thought I'd be that person and I was so upset because I was like this is a school that was on my graduation cap like I have to go here no that's not true and just because someone's Instagram looks like they have a lot of friends and like they're having the best time of their life as a college freshman. Everyone's lonely. Everyone's freaking out. Everybody misses their mom. So just relax. Like you Mm -hmm. are not behind the curve. You are not ahead of the curve. You are all in the exact same boat. Yeah. That would kind of be like, kind of go off of what my piece of advice would be. I have two that I'm going to give. The first would definitely be when you bring that up, Don't compare your freshman experience to other people's because, like Taylor said, Instagram, social media portrays something completely different half of the time. So comparing your your real life to someone else's highlight reel is not fair to do whatsoever. And my second piece of advice would definitely be put yourself out there even when it feels super uncomfortable. I've showed up to events and church gatherings and things like that where I knew absolutely nobody at all and it is terrifying so terrifying but in the end every single time it's been a hundred percent worth it I've made amazing friends out of doing just crazy things like that talk to the random people who are standing alone invite yourself into a friend group even when it feels uncomfortable just definitely put yourself out there when it feels uncomfortable Heck yeah. Well, I can't wait to do more episodes about that. Remember, go down below, give us five stars, leave us a review so that we know how you're feeling about the podcast, and that way more people can find She's Going Places. Kenzie, want to plug the socials? Well, of course. Our Instagram is She's Going Places Podcast, and you can find all of the links there as well. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.